everyone, this is Pat Hickey, your host of This Week at the Capitol, Nevada Charter School News You Need for the coming week. Well, uh, once again, uh, I'm excited to see the, uh, the impact and, and the uh, outcomes of our visit uh, to the Capitol during Capitol uh, Charter Days at the Capitol um, back in February now. And uh, one result of that was... Uh, Two of our CSAN members and school leaders, Jenny Hunt from Mariposa and Renee Fairless from Matter Academy, both testified uh, during our week at the Capitol, and in so doing, they connected with Assemblywoman Selena Torres, who is was running a bill called uh, AB 219, that both Renee and Jenny came up and testified about. This is uh, regarding ELL education, and uh, both Renee and Jenny were able to contribute in in support of the Assemblywoman's bill uh, because of their experience uh, in their schools that have such a large portion of ELL students. And so this was an example of just by coming to Carson City, uh, putting our, our best foot forward, uh, telling our story about our work in, in serving kids, uh, in this case from uh, Latino backgrounds primarily in, in both of uh, their two schools, um, we were able to work with a legislative leader and policymaker to uh, make the service of ELL programs to uh, students and kids uh, both in district and charter schools all all the more better. So it's just an example of, of by showing up, if you will, uh, you make connections, relationships, and then you build upon those as both Renee and Jenny were able to do. And obviously the more that uh, we from the public charter school sector come to the table, uh, the more we're considered a, a part of the family and, and are not just guests, but uh, are significant, in this case, players. So I really want to applaud both of our leaders uh, for connecting with a, a very bright young assemblywoman in Selena Torres, who was a Teach for America uh, person and, and a, a teacher and, and a very young assemblywoman, I think one of the youngest ever, but extremely bright. And I'm especially proud of our, our charter school leaders for, be able to, for being able to connect and support her in her work. Uh, speaking of legislation, this coming week on Thursday, uh, there's going to be a bill in um, the committee room, AB 219. No, it's not 219. I'm sorry. It's in the Committee on Growth and Infrastructure. And this is a bill that was brought forth by Assemblywoman Alexis Hansen, has a number of sponsors. And it's basically supporting uh, underage, well, younger kids to be able to get a special driver's license to be able to attend school if they qualify under pretty strict regulations. Uh, Bills like this were passed years ago for rural kids from farm districts where school buses didn't reach them. And this was really brought forward uh, in conjunction with uh, Jeanette Bells and uh, uh, Lee 
Spurdrow from ACE Charter School, uh, because one of the, the problems of ACE is they have so many uh, kids that want to come there, but transportation being the problem that it is, since uh, charter schools do not get transportation funding, uh, this bill not only would provide certain kids who would qualify to be able to get a driver's license a little early, earlier in their life uh, in order to be able to attend a, a career technical school like ACE or others, uh, but it also gives us an opportunity to highlight the uh, inequity, frankly, that's there uh, for charters in this case, not getting a busing or transportation. And, and this has been an issue for ACE, and this bill, uh, Assembly Bill 213, that will be heard next uh, Thursday at, at 1.30, uh, gives not, not only ACE but uh, charter schools in general an opportunity to tell our story about the fact that there is this inequity so once again, I, I do hope that all of those of you that can might appear or tune in. And again, it uh, it's an opportunity with a, a different committee, not 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 an education committee, but to actually reach more lawmakers, uh, many who are on that committee who don't serve on the education committees, and once again be able to uh, explain uh, what charter schools are, what we do, and, and some of the needs that we have. Um, lastly, this week, we, we still are expecting uh, a bill to come out of the Senate Education Committee because it was passed in the interim uh, committees on education over this past summer, and, and that is a, a bill that would look at a new framework for authorizing and regulating and supporting uh, full-time online charter schools. Uh, I think most of you know that uh, they are a unique uh, delivery system, and uh, there are thousands of kids that are in these schools, and uh, and yet there, there have been some problems uh, just with uh, whether or not they work for as many kids are in them. So we have had, you know, stakeholders meetings with uh, our CSAN members, and, and, and in fact, all of the uh, online charter schools to see if we can come up with the best practices and have a bill that will uh, allow those schools to have the support and the framework uh, that can ensure that uh, even more kids can be successful in those programs. So we're waiting for that bill to drop and uh, we will be involved in, in that testimony and with the other stakeholders from, from all of our online virtual schools. Uh, I think our challenge is, is how do we preserve um, this very important uh, method whereby uh, folks are taking online courses, and, and that's increasingly going to be the case. It certainly is already in college and in professional life. But we have to find uh, a framework whereby, uh, especially for elementary, middle, and even high school kids, we, we uh, develop a system of online education that um, is going to give the support and and build into it some of the guardrails and onboarding steps and things that will ensure that, that kids who enroll in these programs, in, in fact, are um, set up to succeed and, and have the support, whether it be at home or from coaches or, or from schools, uh, for them to be able to do so. So look forward to that bill coming. Again, we have an active lobbying team. Uh, Sarah Adlin and her team are really reaching out. The, the, the last 
bit of news for this week. Uh, uh, as you know, uh, both the SPCSA, the Charter Authority, has put forth the names of three individuals. We talked about them last week, uh, as well as the State Board of Education has nominated three individuals to be the Superintendent of Education. The SPCSA has, of course, nominated persons to become the next Executive Director of uh, the Charter School Authority. Uh, I'm, I'm to understand that Governor Sisolak plans to interview uh, all six of those candidates, three from the charter side, three from the department side, to uh, determine who those new leaders would be. So I think it's uh, still to uh, our um, advantage and, and, and being good citizens to uh, send to the governor your recommendations for those that you know and support and would result in being the best leaders, both for uh, our State Department of Education and our State Charter Authority. So for now, I hope we'll have a good and an active week, and I look forward to talking with you again next week. Uh, please turn in then, tune in, I'm sorry, it's been a long morning already, uh, for next week's This Week at the Capitol, Nevada Charter School News Unique. Thanks again. This is Pat Hickey. Thank you.